without the other gender being present. The goal is to get a clear understanding on how each other thinks. Because a lot of the stuff that they were saying is stuff that people think but don't say. I felt like it was some stuff that I learned and it was also some stuff that I was able to share that I have done. Men put women into categories. She's the wife, she's the girlfriend, she's the lover, you know, whatever. And he's doing that by testing you to see how far he can go. You don't have to be looking for your forever husband before you have even found yourself. Before you get to looking for him, look for you. Thank you so much for creating this platform for us to be able to have a voice. So thank you. What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to this What Women Think series here on the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And thanks for coming back to listen to the continuation of the previous podcast. Let's get right to it. D, mm-hmm. you once said, a matter of fact, you said this on Instagram, that if enough men said, hey, fellas, natural bodies are hot, or my wife's everyday look with no makeup is beautiful, end quote. You said if more men did that, it would encourage more women to not overly enhance themselves. Can you tell the people what you meant by that? Sure, sure. So I really like that you provide a, a safe space for women to have a discussion with you and with your audience about how we feel about our bodies and about how we look. But I do believe it is a discussion men need to have with men about promoting the right things within their group and making sure that they tell each other, Hey, that's not cool for you to objectify her body that way. Or, Hey, a woman with clothes on looks good or, I don't have to turn my head just because her, her butt jiggles. And that's that's one thing I, I say. Um, Zendaya, Zendaya, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I, I mentioned mm-hmm. her, how she's a slimmer actress, but she's she's sexy with it. And she's she's not always trying to show her body all the time. She She's fully dressed most of the time that I see her. And so... We we don't see men saying, "Hey, this is this is what's cute" or "This is what's nice." All the lights and the millions of likes are on your your Cardi B's and your your Keisha K.O.R.s and your Nicki Minaj's. So, I think if men would say, "Hey, this is this is what's attractive," if you if you want to make a woman conform to the, the look that you like, you got to promote it, you know? <laughs> and that's the same thing men tell us all the time. If if we want a man that is of a certain quality, we have to promote that quality that we like. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. It makes a lot of sense. I get that. Totally get that. I appreciate you explaining it. And actually, you said the same thing that men complain about, we actually praise. Can you elaborate on that? Well, I can use a real life situation. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind, but um, 
my current boyfriend or whatever. I or use whatever. his laptop you know, or whatever. <laughs> I want to, like, I say whatever because, you know, sometimes I feel like if I say man, I'm being overly possessive. But of course, that's my I'm man. Okay. I don't want to get you in trouble. I didn't mean to get you I'm in like, trouble. Fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> but, um, he, like, when whenever we sat down and we talked, I'm like, I got to lose this weight. I got to lose this weight. And, you know, I would always complain about my stomach being in the mirror. I'm like, oh, this is bad because I don't have hips. And he was like, I wish you would stop complaining. So I use his computer a lot. One, his camera is a lot better than mine is. Two, his computer is more updated than mine is. Like, I'm on it now. And it's like, he has his messenger on his computer. And whenever I'm on it, you know, stuff pops up. And I guess he forgot they were sharing half naked pictures of women that were gaming. And these were thick women dressed in lingerie gaming and everything. And I'm like, you tell me I'm fine, but this is what you're praising. Like, this is what you share to your friends. This is what y'all talk about. Not how good my woman is or not how good my woman looks. Like, these are the women that you share. And I post on social media all the time and I get more reactions from other men than my own. I said, so what is it that you want? I said, I understand. She looks nice. Her body looks nice. It does. I don't have that. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I that I don't wish to just look like her, but I would like to look better for myself. And I would like to feel confident that my man feels like I look good, <laughs> you know, good enough to post or share. Like, I'm not big on social media and relationships posting and stuff like that, but I want to feel good <laughs> about <Yeah>. us. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And I guess the best way that I can look at it as far as trying to put it into an analogy, and a lot of times people get offended by analogies because you're comparing real people to sometimes inanimate inanimate objects. But mm-hmm. I, I look at it, whether it's men or women, I look at it as like when a person sees a really nice Mercedes, okay, you may do a double take, you may turn your head, you may stare at it. But you know that it comes with a lot of maintenance. It, it can come with a high cost. It, it attracts attention, maybe for the wrong reasons, because people want to steal it. So what do you take home? You go home to your garage and you got a Toyota Camry or a Nissan Altima, something that looks good, but it's something that's, well, I hate to use the word practical, but you get what I'm trying to say. And I, I think that's what some people get caught up in. It's like, okay. Yeah, that Mercedes is going to get a lot of attention, but do you want that type of attention or can you afford the maintenance on it? If so, by all means, get one. But I think the average person really wants something that kind of fits their lifestyle. You know, so people are going to look at the Cardi B's and the the, um, Megan Thee Stallions and people like that, the real curvaceous type of women. But as far as, you know, if they could have one, I don't know if the average guy can can handle one. You know, because there's a lot that comes with that. So I think it kind of depends. That's how I, I kind of look at it. It is. And, uh, like, uh, I, I understand, like, everything you're saying. Like, I didn't have a problem with it until, like, you know, I I see there's conversations that could be had between y'all. Like, y'all are on these people's streams. Y'all yeah. are talking to them. And then one of them happens to be, like, one of the women that were being shared happens to be my cousin's sister. And I was like, and it was shared by him. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, she's very curvy. She looks nice. I'm not going to lie. But you passed all those pictures of her face and sent this. And y'all aren't even friends on Facebook. 
you know? Yeah. Well, that's a little <laughs> different. It was one thing when it's a celebrity, but when it's somebody down the street, that's a little different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but I, I, I just, I definitely, you know, want women to, to have more confidence in, in themselves. And if there's something that I can do as a man to help make things better, then that's something I have to work on, you know, which is why I wanted to kind of have this and because I'm learning too. So we'll wrap things up with uh, this. Like, how should young boys be conditioned when it comes to them appreciating good looking women, you know, without drawing conclusions of what kind of women, woman she may or may not be? But what should we as men be teaching young fellas? And D, I'll start with you. Well, I think that's a that's a hard question for me because I don't have kids. But if I, I did have a son, I think the best way to teach a man or or condition a young boy to actually on how to treat a woman is really to show him how he should respect himself. And that a lot of, I believe in a structured type of relationship and I do believe in the traditional roles of a, a man and woman in a relationship. So man does outside work. So you teach your son about mowing grass. You teach your son about getting an education. You teach your son those things. And I, I even think that with women, I always say when we, we teach our kids how to be themselves, we should not teach them how to be themselves in relation to the opposite sex. And I can go to a long story about that. But I believe that you should just be who you are first and teach him, Hey, you want to be a respectable person just to people in general, be a respectable person to women in general. You see a woman hold the door open because that's who you are. That's it's not, it's not dependent on because she is beautiful or because she's older It's because that's what you do and who you are. And so I think that's what we should, we should teach our young guys just how to be respectable in themselves and not really as a husband thinking we it'll come that that part comes later in life you you teach them how to be husbands but they need to know how to be themselves because i i wouldn't do that to my my young girls i would not tell them hey make sure you go learn how to wash dishes because you're going to have a husband one day because i don't believe in that i, I believe wash dishes because you want to be clean so <laughs> and you know if you decide yeah if you decide to be in a relationship you can but that's not i don't believe that you have to be in one so Okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense because if, if she doesn't have a husband, those dishes are gonna pile up if, right. <laughs> if she believes she has to have a husband to wash dishes. So I, I get that. And so Ashley, as someone who has daughters, um what do you teach them as far as being objectified and how they should respond to it? Well, first <laughs> off, <laughs> I I try to teach them to be, you know, happy with themselves. Like Bella, that's my oldest. She's 11. So she's starting to grow boobs now and she does not like it. And, you know, I'm mm. like, it's, it's a thing that young ladies go through. I said, it's not all bad. So now she's learning to love herself and the changes that she's going through a little bit more. Like she'll point out something and she's like, Hey mom, look, you have that too. So that means I'm going to get it. I'm like, yeah, yay. You know, I try to make her happy about it because she is going through a big change, especially being 11. So she's going to do a 
360 here in a minute. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm ready for it. And it's like, in order for her to, well, for me to raise them to be confident and to love themselves, I do that so that when they go out into the world and a guy finds them unattractive, it won't hurt them. You know, I try my best to let them know that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Right. You know, just as long as you love yourself, the love from others will come as it needs to. You know, like everybody is not going to love you, of course. I keep saying it over and over. And I try to tell their dad, hey, let's start doing this with the girls. You know, he makes sure he gets them and he treats them the way you know, a man should. That way they're not out here like, um, well, my dad used to do this. So I'm going to go that way. Because that's what I did. My dad was a drunk. He was abusive. So what did I do? I went and looked for guys that were drunks and abusive. <laughs> so it's it's like co-parenting and, and having that conversation with their dad. Because I feel like he is going to be the determining factor of how they handle situations as they get older with other men. Okay. I can tell them all day, but I feel like he's going to be the determining factor of how they go about choosing to date other men. Okay. All right. Well, ladies, I I appreciate you taking the time in the middle of your day to come on and lay things out for the fellas out here. Um, I've learned a lot, you know, because like I said, on the surface, I never really understood the competition, but now um, I kind of get some of the things that you all are, are saying. Uh, before we wrap things up, um, I want to take a quick break, 30 seconds, and then we'll come back with final thoughts on today's What Women Thinks uh, series. So back in about 30 seconds. Do you love movies? Then subscribe to the Movie Buffer YouTube channel to get honest and insightful movie reviews along with interesting facts about the films. Join this interactive community where comments are welcome. Reviews on current, classic, and hidden gems are posted weekly. See you on the Movie Buffer. We'll get ready to wrap things up. And Ashley, can you tell everyone about Audaciously Me and where they can find you and give your final thoughts on the show today? All right. Audaciously Me, of course, is my podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, iHeart, Pandora. What what else is it? It's a lot. But, you know, just follow my Instagram. The link is there. Or you can look on my Facebook bio. The link is there for every location that you can find it on. Ah, today's episode was a good one. Like I, I have a different way of looking at some things now from listening to D and some things that she said. I feel like this is something, you know, that's really good that a lot of men should definitely check out. <laughs> It'll change a lot, especially dealing with um, relationships that are, you know, either struggling or relationships that people may have insecurities. Because I've learned that most men 
only do certain things because they're insecure about something or something has happened to them and they want to get ahead of it instead of just trying to trust and be all in at the beginning. So, you know, live in your reality. Like you said, if if you can afford that Mercedes, go get it. If you can't, <laughs> do what your pockets can do. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Toyota Camry. I'm trying to tell you. Mm-mm. They look real nice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your time. And Dee, please give your final thoughts and, um, okay. you know, let the people know where you can be found. Okay. Well, I am Dee Brown. You can contact me if you would like to contact me at Q1 Kool-Aid. I am a feminist activist. I am also... Um, in IT. So that's that's what I'd like to talk about those things in particular. So if you are looking for me, I'm on Instagram at Q1 Kool-Aid. I'm everywhere else at Q1 Kool-Aid. Anywhere you can put a, a at sign or um, a username, I'm Q1 Kool-Aid. So that's where you can find me. And I look forward to having many discussions with men, women, anybody that can talk. I, I like to promote men's self-awareness along with women's self-awareness and also making sure everyone has that safe space. So thank you Q for having me and thank you for allowing this discussion. All right. And I definitely appreciate all of you and um, I appreciate you speaking your truths and I hope that some people benefited from hearing it. And uh, this is something I would definitely promote to the men as well. So thank you for that. I want to thank my guests. D Brown and Ashley D and those of you out there watching on Facebook or YouTube, or maybe you're listening to the audio on your favorite podcasting app. I thank you very much. Follow me on Instagram at talk to Q and stay tuned for more of the wet women think series, as well as look forward to an upcoming what men think series where I'll bring some guys on and we'll talk about the same topic. Essentially, I'll probably even ask some of the same questions. So we'll get things from a man's perspective, from the man's perspective and see how that goes. So I I hope that you all enjoy the rest of your day. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinion. See you next time.